Feels like a long time since I talked to Jess Daniel from Jess's Underground Kitchen. Hi, Jess. Good afternoon. How are you, Jessie? Good, thank you. Have you just had a baby? I've just had a baby. I actually don't think we've talked since before Christmas, Jessie, so it's been at least six months. Oh, well, hey, um, congratulations on the bubba. How's it all been? Thank you. Yep, this is number two. He is a little superstar, really chill, really happy, um, four months deep. So the wow. hardest part is navigating the toddler. Yeah. What's the gap? Uh, just under two years. Okay, yeah, that's pretty close, eh? Ours are, yeah, so our, our first three are, are two years and three months. And, yeah, with that first pregnancy, and I'm speaking as a guy here, but the first pregnancy you, you can get the occasional sort of lie down and nap and recover or, or, you know, in between sort of feeds when they're born. But with a toddler, that's a little bit more difficult, right? Totally. I mean, I think you you know what to expect a bit more, but in a very real sense, you have no idea what to expect with two. Plus, I imagine it's quite hard to take maternity leave when it's your company with your name in it. Yeah, I, everyone says to me, well, how long are you going to take off? Like, you know, taking 12 months. I'm like, I'm already back at work. <laughs> not not in, a, in a full-time, you know, in the office capacity, but you definitely never stop working when it's your own business. Yeah, of course. And how is work going? It's been a busy first half of the year since we last talked. So what have we we done? We've... Um, We've recently launched gift hampers on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, we've noticed a real increase in people gifting food, um, which I think is such a nice way to send a, hey, we're thinking of you to somebody <laughs> yeah. that, you know, they've just had a new baby like I have. Or Yes, you must be the only sick. person, you must be the only person who doesn't receive hampers from Jess's underground kitchen when you have a baby. That would be a bit mean, well, wouldn't it? <laughs> do you know what? None of my friends will cook for me because they're all like, well, we can't cook for you. You're Jess from Jess's underground kitchen. All I want is a homemade lasagna, Jessie. <laughs> I'll sort something for you. No worries. Um, I'll take you. Luckily, I I can call on JK and we've got that um, in the freezer at all times. But yeah, we're also quite excited. We're launching a new product range in supermarkets at the start of next month. So we've been very busy um, testing and curating a range of, and um, they're going to be high protein, low carb meals. Um, and they're going to be in supermarkets nationwide from early July. So we're really excited to be launching that. You, like a lot of people in this weather, are thinking about soup. My kids have had soup twice this week. I made them a Vidal soup and um, and also a ramen soup, actually. It was for Daisy's birthday. She requested ramen. It's just a, such a nice time of year. And, and once you've got it, easily reheated, can sometimes last you a couple of meals. Totally. And I think it's also about like finding some cost-effective meals in today's economy. And soup can be quite a frugal meal, but still punch a lot of flavour. Yeah, it is the year of the carrot, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I can get carrots for $2 a kilo at my local, so I'm cooking a lot of carrots at the moment. Yeah. Well, tell us about this soup and the inspiration for it. So this soup that I'm going to share with you today, it's a roasted carrot and orange soup, so full of vitamin C, great for fighting off the winter bugs. Um, and I kind of have a theory about soup is that it should either be chuck everything in the pot and wait for all those flavours to cook together or throw everything onto a tray and into the oven and then all you have to do is blend it. Soup shouldn't be complicated, it should be simple but full of flavour and then it's how you serve it afterwards that you can sort of add your flair whether you serve it thick or you thin it out with some stock or some cream 
Um, and I love to serve mine with a dash of natural yogurt or some coconut cream to give that that creaminess to it too. So you can do anything with the soup. Um, the recipe makes quite a like thick vegan dairy-free soup, but you can definitely add some coconut cream or some yogurt at the end to make it nice and creamy. Um, so with and this and one, if you're worried, yeah, I was going to say, if you're worried that your veggie soup is going to be a bit bland, roasting the veggies first is often a good way to bring some more flavour in, right? Exactly. And the carrots, when you roast them, they bring out this natural sweetness. The orange cuts through it and sort of almost caramelises while it's roasting in the oven too. And, I mean, throw in some ginger. That will be great for your winter colds, keeping them at bay. You can add as much garlic as you like. Um, and the onions get lovely and caramelised in the onion too. So I'll run you through the recipe. Um, yes, please. So preheat your oven to 180 degrees. And then I use 500 grams of carrots, which will serve sort of four to six, but obviously you can easily scale this recipe up. So cut them into rough red wedges, couple of onions again, peeled and cut into wedges. You don't need to be too fancy here because they're all going to get blitzed at the end. You've got a head of garlic top cut off and just hole on the pan like that, a couple of teaspoons of fennel seeds, a teaspoon of cumin seeds, drizzle that all with a good couple of glugs of, of olive oil and toss to coat. Now, the trick here is getting an orange and slicing it into rounds and placing those rounds on top of the carrots. So as the oranges cook and the carrots cook, they're all going to get lovely seasoned by the orange and lovely and caramelized with the the garlic and the onions there. So, Gosh, what an interesting idea. Minutes. Yeah, until they're lovely and soft and they'll be a little bit browned on the outside. And then you, you, I have tried blending the roasted oranges into the soup, but it's a little bit too orangey. So what I like to do is remove the cooked orange because you've already got that lovely flavor cooked into your carrot. Mm. And then take a second orange and use the zest and the juice of this orange, which will give you a, a lovely freshness and sort of like sharpness to the soup. So throw that into a food processor or a blender um, with everything off your tray. Get all of those lovely juices, scrape that out there, season it with some salt and freshly ground black pepper. Um, and then you might want to have one or two cups of vegetable stock or, or some other stock on the side to uh, blend it to your desired consistency. So you can obviously add less and have a much thicker, sort of um, chunkier soup or uh, add more liquid and have a much thinner, creamier soup and so taste adjust the seasoning as needed but you'll really notice that the orange brings out the natural sweetness of those carrots and it's such a simple easy soup to have on hand for the week. Yeah any particular advice around stock you're just using whatever you've got in the kitchen are you? Yeah well what I quite like to do and I know that this sounds a bit faffy but it's actually not if you get into the habit of it. Whenever I peel an onion or um chop the ends off a celery or the ends off a carrot, I've got a Ziploc bag in my freezer and I throw everything in there. And then when the bag's full, I cover it with water, put it on the stove and boil it for, for an hour and strain that off. And then you've got your own homemade vegetable stock. Same with chicken carcasses. If you have roast chicken, save up two or three in your freezer and then make a big, lovely stock pot of chicken stock. And you've got homemade stock. Way better than store-bought and free, essentially. Very good. Um, you are a bit of a head girl when it comes to that sort of thing. I've got to say, Jess, um, oh, I, you. I, whenever you've taught me that trick before, and I thought, yeah, I'm definitely going to start doing that. Yeah, it's great if you're making homemade ramen, so you can tell your daughter to start saving up. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and just talk us through those toppings again. Uh, so, coconut cream, if you want to keep it vegan and dairy free. 
otherwise cream, natural yogurt, whatever you like. Um, you can shave some parmesan on there or your favourite cheese. Nice crackling of black pepper as well, just to really finish it off. Sounds delish. Inspirational as always, Jess. Thanks for your time today. Good luck with the uh, big business moves and the uh, big you. domestic moves. And um, we'll catch up with you again soon. Keep going. Thanks, Jess. See you again. Bye. It's Jess Daniel from uh, Jess's Underground Kitchen. And you can find that recipe on our website, rnz.co.nz slash jessie.